going on, everybody? What's up? Happy Wednesday. Halfway there. Halfway there. Big facts. Thank you all for hanging out, joining us. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe and hit the bell and all that YouTube jargon. Um, well, welcome back. Chat's already popping off. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Which is exciting. Absolutely. It's a good, good thing. Smash the hollow button. I wonder if we can That's customize right. customize buttons on YouTube. They probably charge. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. <clears throat> oh, they're already on your OnlyFans, Kyle. That took exactly like f- f- two minutes. Yeah, no, it hasn't even. Yeah, it hasn't even been two minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it might be in the off. future with the predictions. <laughs> I mean, what is it to, to be rich? You have to have like six, six or so revenue streams. <laughs> and Something like that. The fans are demanding it. So, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> that's a, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, just a heads up for everybody. We will not be going live next Wednesday. Uh, Kyle's correct. gonna be out of town, <clears throat> so this will be the last one for two weeks. So we better make it a good one. Yeah, my sister's getting married, so I'm going out there to see her and spend time with everybody. Congrats! So cool. Congrats yeah. to your sister. Yeah, it'll, it'll be cool. Um, man, I'm getting sick, so that's not a whole lot of fun, but it's whatever. Tis the season. I might do, I might try to do something different uh, since we won't be going live next Wednesday, maybe this weekend. Uh, try jumping in the Discord, maybe doing like a voice chat, hang out or something just to kind of make up for it, just to kick it with everybody and see how that goes. No, wrong one. Boop. Uh, yeah, I plan on it. Better be, it better be inundated with hollow sky stickers yeah i'm definitely going there it's going to be like 30 minutes from where i'm going to be at so i'm definitely going to swing in check her out i want you to graffiti it with hollow sky it might happen logos and then i'll come and bail you out of jail no dylan i'm not flying there (laughs) i feel like that was a joke yeah most likely but yeah i'm definitely not flying i'll be driving so it'll be it'll be a wild ride, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw some pretty. I've been reading some pretty interesting stories and stuff of late. Thank you, Maynard. I appreciate oh, yeah. you. Yeah, thanks, Maynard. But I, uh, <laughs> I was scrolling through Reddit and I, I saw this uh, post in glitch in the matrix and it was this this guy was talking about being in the airport and he was writing a research paper and he he you know out of your peripheral he know you notice people and and movement and what have you and he specifically remembers these two people 
these two ladies that were sitting at the table talking to one another and what have you. And he's like, I didn't, I wasn't paying that much attention because I was so enthralled in my research. He's like, but I, I specifically remember them wearing like a, I don't remember what it was, like a red sweater and then something else or whatever. And he's like, next thing I know, I look up again and it's the same two people, but they're both wearing flight suits. Like that's weird. Like the the dress shirt and like like they were they were gonna be going on the plane, working on the plane. And I'm like, that's weird. So then I start scrolling through the comments. And one person, you know, a lot of people are like, Well, it could be Hey, thank you so much for the the donations, guys. I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, you know, they start they start questioning the guy's memory and then the the how much he was paying attention. You know, maybe maybe he wasn't paying as close of attention as he thought he was. But then other people started chiming in. One person was like, Yeah, I can remember being at the grocery store and I was looking at the I don't remember the exact food, but we'll just say like fish and potatoes in the, in the frozen food section. And they were like, I remember it very vividly. And I was contemplating on if I should get it or not. So I go ahead and I get it. And then when I get to the checkout, it's ravioli. <laughs> and then another person chimes in. This just happened to me. I've had to return the same bottle of shampoo three times because every time I go to buy the shampoo and I get home, it's conditioner. What? I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> that, uh... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's It's so bizarre. And then like, if you think about it and expand on that, like how often do those little things happen to us where you're just like, I swear I did this or I, I picked this up or I, I put, put my, here, put my keys over here and now they're and then, there. And then it changes on you. So I really, it really makes you, makes you question everything, man. It's, it was, it was really bizarre. And I read, I read one of the most fucked up, skinwalker stories i've read in a minute and it it wasn't even real so it was the story wasn't real the story was real but it it doesn't actually involve skinwalkers and it it sounds okay so you have this retired couple and they found this nice i guess they'd been in like i don't know if it was like management or somewhere they dealt with people all the time. And so they were basically done with people at this point in their life. They're like, we just want to go somewhere quiet and honestly just stay away from people. We don't want to deal with people anymore. Just want to get away. So they find a spot out West in the desert. They've got like 10 neighbors maybe, but they're all crazy spaced out. And they, they just hang out, you know, they set up their RV pop the the bench out the the picnic area they go out there drink some wine hang out you know well they start doing what 
curious people do. And they, they have a, a neighbor in one of their directions. They can vaguely see, just barely make out stuff over there, right? So they start people watching. They break out some binoculars, start vibing over there, just kind of paying attention. One day they notice this car pull up. A nice car. And uh, the, the husband and wife come out of the, the I don't know if it was RV or trailer, whatever it was. They come out. They greet the guests that had pulled up. Uh, they all jump into the husband and wife's Jeep. They start driving out into the desert. And the the couple who had retired, they kind of watch where they drive a little bit because they've been wanting to explore the area. They've just been kind of taking their time. And then they notice the Jeep return. But the Jeep only has two people in it. So they don't think, they're like, okay, that's weird. And then the Jeep pulls back into the house. The, the dude gets out drives the guest car. The wife follows in the Jeep and they drive it back out into the desert. And then the Jeep just returns with just the two of them in there. So the couple retired couples like that's weird, but maybe, maybe it's like a, a little camping getaway or, or something like that. Well, not didn't think nothing of it. The next, next couple of days go by another vehicle shows up. So they start watching. Same thing happens. They shrug it off again. A couple more days go by. Another vehicle shows up. Same thing happens. Except this time, the retired couple grows a pair, a massive pair, and they get in their Jeep. And they give that Jeep a head start when it's driving out of the desert. And they start following. And they hide. They park their car. And they get out and walk around. And... They hear the the couple get back into the Jeep and drive away. But they had seen where in the side of this like mountain, there was a crack and you had they, they, these people went inside there, but only the husband and wife had returned. And while they were inside there, they heard what they thought was a gunshot. So they, they roll out the retired couple actually go inside this hole. They crawl inside it. And they're kind of digging around, you know, and the the husband starts to walk forward and he notices the floor starts to like cave in on him. And so he hurries up and backs up and they they shine their lights down. And there's this massive hole that leads off into wherever. They throw a big rock down there and you hear it thud, 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 thud way off in the distance. And And in these two's head, they're like, oh my God, like we just stumbled on to a section where they dump the bodies. So they go to the police, right? And at first the police apparently were being dicks to them. Didn't believe nothing the whole night. Well, I guess while they were there, it made it up the chain to one of these guys there. And he hurries up and comes out and he's like, come with me now. So they go with them and sit down with them and they start showing them they, they pull out a list of like 20 or 30 vehicles. Have you seen any of these vehicles there? And they point out the Jeep that the husband and wife drive and a couple of the other vehicles that have showed up there of late. And they're like, all right, we're going to put you in witness protection now. Um, like this is a big deal. We're getting everybody involved. And so they had to go into witness protection 
And the, 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 to even get this story out, they had to get permission to release this story. Right. And like, like an NDA. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they had to send it to law enforcement for them to read the story to make sure there was no like exposing details. And I guess what had happened is you had these, the the husband and wife were native. They were claiming to be Navajo, but they weren't Navajo, but they were claiming that they could take people to meet a skinwalker, witch and have them turned into a skinwalker. And so what they would do is they would take a shitload of money from them, drive them out into the desert, and then kill them. And dump them in a hole out in the middle of the desert. Oh. oh. How, how crazy is that? That people will pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get turned into a skinwalker. Wow. I... Yeah, I uh, I don't personally want to spend that much money to become no. a skinwalker. No. If it were a little more affordable in today's economy, maybe. Maybe I try it out. Well, in today's economy, you're not really affording much. No, that's what I mean. Like if it was if it was like two ninety nine, right? Sure, see what happens. Right. Like I said, I've been, dude, I've been reading some wild stories. Of how, many, how many people did they kill? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they said, uh, actually, now you bring that up. They they arrested the couple, and apparently they got them to confess to everything. And the couple said that most of the time, when they brought people inside that cave, they would just beat them to death. <laughs> Ammunition's expensive. Right. A couple times... They did use a firearm, and they said that even even sometimes they would just push people into the hole alive and just leave them there. All those thousands of dollars they can't be bothered with spending on ammo. Oh, dude, it's it was such a wild story, absolutely wild story. I could, I know, I was it took took that hard hard left turn right at the end. Right. Um. Absolutely crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it's a really, really awesome set of stories I've been I've been kind of reading through. I read one where uh, this husband and wife got married, and I'm assuming they had a native background because the husband's mom told him about how his grandfather had died. I guess his grandfather had taken a object from an Indian burial like a trinket that gets left in, in out of respect, you know, and he took that and put it on a pendant to wear as a necklace. Well, one day while working, no, one day while working, uh, he's working on the railroad or something like that. And this guy had this big heavy bucket of something and he was working over top of him. And the guy tripped, let the bucket go. And as it fell, it missed the guy's head, but it caught his necklace. And this is from her, so I, I can't verify that. But apparently it caught the pendant and it ended up cutting the guy's head off because it took the chain right through his neck. Oh. And oh. so they were like, oh, that's crazy, you know. 
Well, the homeboy gets a, a new job offer. They they move around. And uh, him and his wife are driving, trying to kind of get a feel for the new area they had agreed to move to, what have you. And he sees this, this cemetery off the side of the road. He pulls over. They start walking out to it. And he walks up to this secluded area where there's like a, a single grave. And his wife notices him bend down and pick something up and put it in his pocket. And she looked at him with that crazy eye and was like, what, what did you just put in your pocket? He's like, oh, it's nothing. And she's like, no, seriously, especially after what your mom just told us, what did you put in your pocket? He was like, it was just a pretty rock. It was a so-and-so rock. So she just kind of shrugged it off. They go to the jewelry store next couple of days. He buys her a bracelet. And then he also ha- he also walks out with a bracelet, and she notices it, and she's like, "He w- he was never a flashy one. Like he never liked to show things off, but he just appreciated things." And but she caught it one night at dinner, and she's like, "What is that?" And so he pulled it up, and he had this sterling silver chain on, with a she said it was a beautifully handcrafted silver eagle. And she's like, it was gorgeous, you know? And well, one day he was, uh, he went to his new store that he got promoted to and he was there by himself. Nobody else was there. He was testing out one of the bay doors for deliveries. So he's got the big chain roller, you know, and he's rolling it up, testing the door out and the son of a bitch cut loose and it caught that bracelet and it took it took two of his fingers off almost took if almost took his whole hand off and after that uh because the wife had gotten a call from the the hospital and was like hey your husband's in the hospital and so she's freaking she don't know what's going on so she gets there and they get to talk and he tells her about it he also tells her where he actually got the pendant it's what he took from the grave that day and so she took it and returned it because she's like, we're not having any more of this. But you hear, you hear a lot of those stories where you take certain items from them sacred sites and a lot of bad things happen to you. Oh, yeah. You can get online and um, <clears throat> one of the volcanoes in Hawaii, I can't ever remember, but people are always taking volcanic rock and they're not supposed to. It's like taboo. and the i don't know if it's park rangers or whoever like kind of moderates the volcano i guess for lack of a better term so they're constantly getting pieces of volcanic rock mailed back because they get it home and everything goes to shit (laughs) so they're just like nah we're not dealing with this anymore that is crazy it is Um, crazy and it's kind of i mean i understand like you shouldn't take things from somebody's gravesite because they yeah. you know that that is pretty pretty shitty but i mean from like a some natural thing of of nature to take a rock or something from you just you're kind of like well really like, are you really going to be that that bad to me um i'm trying to keep up with the chat over here too it's going wild uh 
See Rod's Fishing Adventures jumped in here. Hey, buddy. What's up, Rod? Uh, Necromechanic Mechanimal. That's hard to say. Necromechanimal. He's in here. If you guys like all of the, the uh, dope-ass night shift, wild-ass edits, that's the dude that does them. So definitely check that out. Um, who else we got in here? Thanks for all the uh, super chat donations to everybody. That's you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Uh, I saw our buddy Kyle Louder in here. Oh, wow. Shout out to Kyle Louder. Um, so fun, fun story time. Not paranormal. Well, it's kind of not normal. So I guess it is paranormal. But uh, when we were all younger, we used to go swimming at uh, Kyle Louder's parents' house. And I successfully convinced him to jump off of his dad's garage into the shallow pool we were swimming in. Smart. Not a great idea, but it was funny. Yeah, I would say it would probably not, not funny. Probably not funny for him. Funny for me though. So glad you survived. Um, speaking of skin skinwalker. Completely agree, oh. Amy Dog. Completely agree. Oh, yeah. Speaking of old uh, Skinwalker Ranch, I can't remember who, but Brandon uh, Fugel posted something about Skinwalker Ranch, and somebody tagged us as like, yo, you need to go on the show. And then he liked the post. <laughs> so but lines are open. Probably not going to show up on the show. Yeah, because he's probably too scared. I mean, I would be. <laughs> I definitely um, would be. What else? What else did I see? I saw something on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw on the Full Send podcast, they just had Tucker Carlson on there. Yeah. So take that for what it's worth. But he was talking about UFOs. And he um, said he had somebody from – he had a professor from Stanford Medical School. I posted this clip on Instagram. Oh, did you? So you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Right oh, on. Yeah. Right on. Oh, yeah. How crazy is that? Dude, that's bananas. Tell everybody what it was, though, for people who didn't catch it. So this guy call, calls in to Tucker's show and is like, yo, we've been getting multiple, multiple, like, court order investigations of people uh, taken to court. How do I put this? They're military people who have been injured and killed while investigating and interacting with UFOs. Yeah. So much so that it's went up. It's it's they've turned into court cases. And Tucker looks in, looks into it a little bit and the guys like, yeah, like hundreds, like over 100 people have been killed. And I guess um when they interact with these crafts, they said they said these crafts are landing at military bases and when people go up, you know, hey, they're just big Fucking tic tac, tic tac that landed out here. When they go up to it, they're suffering severe uh, head and brain trauma when they get up to whatever these crafts are. And they said, uh, yeah, at least 100 people have been killed, military personnel. That we know of. Crafts. Yeah. 
according to that interview. It's on this full send interview. Look it up. Yeah. I'm sure it's all over the place, but I only saw that one little clip. It's TikTok, so it's probably only like a minute long, but I thought it was pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, Where's I've been doing that on Instagram. Anything that I see noteworthy, I just put it to the story. So I'm like, wow, oh, this is a cool, this is a cool article. This is a cool article. Yeah. This I is a cool to... clip. Same as MRI energy injury. Yeah, they said they said massive brain trauma. How crazy is that? That they're just walking up, they're not even touching it or anything, they're just walking up to it and then boom. Yeah. Uh, Eric's in here. What up, Eric? Says the VA is refusing to cover the cost of the treatment. Well, I mean, that kind of sounds normal. Oh, Everybody pop over and check out Uncomfortable. We have a, I don't know if that, I don't know if our episode came out this week or it's got to be getting close, I'm assuming. 21st. We about it. 21st, yeah, hell yeah, that's close enough. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, everybody check out... Uh, Eric's Discord too. It's dope. He does a little campfire every Friday night where everybody can get in and just get in there and talk and hang out. It's a pretty good time. Um, there's something else I wanted to say before we start talking. Open up the phone. Oh, I won't go into, into any details, but we've had a lot of people send us some cool shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. want to say thank you. Thanks to everybody that has had us in their thoughts. And... Um, Looking out for us. Hollow P.O. box open. Yep, looking out for us. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of awesome, awesome stuff this last week. So a lot of magic protection items and then some snacks. Can't go wrong. No. Can't go wrong. Metaphysically protected, uh nutritionally protected. I like how you think. I like how you think. Yeah, how are we supposed to get inside of them if it just causes brain trauma? You probably just got to... Somebody has to take one for the team and run full full throttle at it. I'll do it. And then the other the ones can slip by. It's true. Well, obviously, brain trauma, extreme brain trauma. Probably not going to affect me that much. Probably not. You might have... It's a win-win. You might have some type of, like... How would I put this? Like a metallurgical shield around you at this point. Maybe there's so much coke dust in my nasal and brain cavity. So I'm saying that, it's like a shield. Yeah, that when the hypersonic weaponry goes to hit me in the brain, yeah, it just it'll just be a just a burst of coke dust. Just poof. So you'd, it'd be kind of like being a. It'd be the twist, like in, the twist, like in signs, like where water kills the alien. They're gonna, yeah. like, holy shit, coke dust protects the humans, kind of minus cancer. That sucks. Yeah, that's a shitty prote- protection device. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of coke dust, this isn't paranormal, but it is interesting, and it's funny, because, it's funny. So my partner at work, he doesn't listen to the show, so I can talk shit and it doesn't matter. But there are other guys at work who listen to the show, so hopefully it'll get back to him because I like just making his life miserable because that's what I do. But anyway, he took one of those um, 
like 23andme dna tests yeah got his results back yeah neanderthal, neanderthal dna good for him i guess good less than like one percent one or two percent of the population has neanderthal dna in the, in and i'm talking about like talking about like big sturdy like skulls reminded yeah. me of that joe rogan has some i always it's funny because before i knew this i would always like talk shit because that's what i do we have a supervisor that's got a giant head and i'm always talking about his big giant dome but i'm like your head isn't big in like like the way his is like giant and round your head is like deep like it's just like just big He's so like, yeah, it's because oh. it's because I got Neanderthal DNA, and I'm like, God, that tracks. Makes, makes sense. Holy shit. Makes sense. Some of these elongated skulls. Oh, we got some Neanderthals in here right now. All right. Hell yeah. Cavemen pee-pee, stand pee-pee up. Pee-pee rocking, pee-pee rocking. I could totally see that. I could, I could see, see you having some Neanderthal DNA. Hell yeah. Bring him back, the cavemen. Let's go. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> Twist. A lot of people. A lot of people in here tonight. Just listen to... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's not. It's not round like the supervisors. Like that. Here you go, Allison. Like fucking bowling Holothals. ball. Holothals. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Dude's head is an absolute unit. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's uh. I saw BlackRock bought that too. Neanderthal DNA. No, the what was it? Twenty one and me or whatever the hell it oh, is. Oh yeah, twenty three and me. Whatever it is. That's just so they can catch you in all of the all the crimes you commit. Yeah, most likely. Or or create Scam. create finally create and perfect that DNA targeting virus. Yeah. Then they'll just kill everybody off and they won't have any money to make. Well, they don't have mine. Mine either. So, ha ha. They got they got my and, partners. And he's got a fucking giant dome. And they don't have me on Facebook, so you know Instagram's owned by Facebook, right? No, it's different. Just just it Face, is your right. Facebook is the devil. <laughs> it's the devil. They're just they're just different strings on the puppet hand. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. No, they got all my information. I don't give a shit. You, you Come get Chinese it. Spyware Come and on your get phone. it, boys. Come and get it. Oh, dang, Colleen coming in hot. Damn. It's a longtime supporter there. We appreciate you. Discord mom coming in strong. That's right. We appreciate that. Very, very much. Oh. Can people call in from foreign countries? I don't see why not. It's her prerogative. Yeah, I don't I don't really know the rules and regs on that, but give her a shot. What's the worst that could happen? They tell you no. Yeah, they just they forward you to somebody in your country and they don't know you're like, hey, is this Hollis guy? And they're like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, I I I don't see why there would be an issue with it, to be honest with you. Kyle's logic. Sees an alien? Nope, go back to bed. Facebook and Instagram owned by the same same entity? Nope, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. That's true. I, I do what I want. I, I don't... Like yeah, I live I live by my own set of rules, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is a fact. 
I don't uh I don't have to subscribe to anybody's labels. Australia is fake. Can we deny or confirm that Australia is a real? I can't because uh, I've never place. been, so I don't know. Tell you, I know it's got a uh, shitty reputation. Everything well, there, everything, everything killing, there yeah. can and will kill you. Yeah, it's like people arguing about if space is real. I just go, I don't fucking know because I've never been there. I mean, what if it? What if it's not real? Well, what am I going to do about it? Nothing. Yeah. Although that would kind of suck as far as like my belief that aliens come from other planets. So that kind of throws a trump card in there. That screws up a plan somewhere. Nah. Yeah. They still can. Space ain't got to be real for them to come from a different planet. Okay, explain that one to me. I don't have to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sound it just, logic. It's just how it is. Sound logic. Uh did you see where they found those, those, they were using whatever the hell that new telescope is. I can't even remember the name of it, but, uh, they found, they expected when they were looking So the further you look, the further back in time it is, right? Cause you're looking, you're looking backwards. Yeah. Correct. So they expected to look and find all of these young new galaxies because they're looking into the past. Apparently, they found six massive ancient galaxies with this telescope. And I guess according to everything like we know about how we think the universe and time works, they're not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to work like that. Essentially, well, they, that's like, not surprising. Like they are older. Yeah. James Webb Telescope. Thanks, Randy Peterson. Like, they're older than we think that they should be. I'm not sure why we make sounds about right. up. That sounds about right. I mean, look at, a, look at the, the civilizations on our own planet. We can't even 100% put a number on those. No. We can't agree on how old some of they, them are. And then the rest of them who are like, oh, there's no possible way that there could be anybody smarter than us that it would have been older than us that's impossible and yeah like you said there's there's uh evidence that suggests otherwise like the sandal that you you've brought up several times yeah i've got i'm working on an episode for that but i just keep doing other episodes i don't know um everybody's talking about kangaroos now would you fight a kangaroo if I had to. Mm. You seen the videos of those kangaroos that are just absolutely fucking jacked? Well, yeah, it'd be terrifying. Just, But I, if you have to, you have to. Absolute units just... I'd be more worried about it kicking me than anything. Oh, yeah. They bounce on their suck. tails. Yeah, that would suck. That way they get double... Every kick is a drop kick when you're bouncing on your tail. Exactly. That would suck really bad. Terrible. Well, like once again, one of us I have to take one for the team. You just bum rush it, hmm. and then one of us get hit. What would be a comparable animal to fight to a kangaroo? If you had to, if you had to choose, I feel like if it was like, uh, would you fight a would you fight a kangaroo or a gorilla? I'm going to pick a kangaroo. Well, obviously, that's not even a comparison. I'm saying like yeah. ostrich and a kangaroo. Well, I, ostriches are probably good I think ostriches will fuck you up too 
Did you see that video of that kangaroo that's got that dude's dog in a headlock? Yeah, and dude fights and it. And dude goes over and just fucking throws one. Just snap. I don't blame him. Gotta protect his. That was solid. That kangaroo just looked at him like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. You just Man, that's that. that's what it means to be a ride and die for the homies. <laughs> you ain't afraid. I wish I, I, I watched I, a video, dude. I watched <laughs> I watched the most OG, the most OG video I've ever seen. I think this dude was swimming in a river and an alligator was creeping up on him and he's trying to get out of the water. He's freaking out and homie is up on the bank and he jumps off and elbow drops that motherfucker. I saw that one too. Did you see where I'm like, that's uh, what I'm talking about. Dude didn't give a shit. They're on the beach and this is like legit. And the dude's nephew, I think got his arm bit off by a shark. No, dude goes in Drag shark back out and gets nephew's arm. It's either arm or leg or something. Went right after it. Good for him. That takes a that takes a certified badass. So I was in like that. I'm all over the place here. I'm just getting reminded of all kinds of cool stuff. I was in like I don't know, probably seventh or eighth grade, and we were driving home, and right at the bend before you come in come into town here, Kyle. You know the little S curve right before you come into town. Yeah. There's those cornfields off to the right. I look out there, I swear to God, I see an ostrich on on everything. Saw an ostrich. Come home, tell everybody. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. Come to find out, dude had a pet emu and it escaped. So I didn't see an ostrich. And the same I thing. Did see a large flightless bird. That the same is not thing. To be in Illinois. Well, I, I saw wolves in Calhoun. My grandma said she sees them all the time over there. Well, yeah, the, one, the, the ones I saw, because um, some guy was illegally breeding them, and then once once the authorities found out, he just let them all go. But that's probably why my grandma was seeing them on the other side of the river. Oh, I think he, I think he had about six of them. Let them go. Uh, a couple of them, one got shot, one got hit, and I believe. The other ones were captured in um, that Billy Bob guy, Billy Bob Teeth. Mm-hmm. It's over there in Calhoun. He he housed them for a while until they could relocate them. <clears throat> That's terrifying. At least we have yeah. that to look forward to now. Yeah. Pretty interesting, yeah. though. Yeah. Good times. I seen an ostrich in northern Alberta. I don't think you're crazy, bro. I believe it. I saw one in mid Midwest Illinois. I saw lions in somebody's backyard. Scared the shit out of me. I thought it was a dinosaur when I heard it roar. Emu meat tastes like eating gravel. Ew. Hmm. I'm not really into eating weird animals. Hmm. I'm not, not my, into not eating my gravel. No. No. It's very interesting. Well, we've fucking yacked here for the last 40 minutes you want to open yeah. the phone lines or what we've had a lot of people in here saw 124 yeah. in the chat there for a little yeah, bit not bad it's been a high for a minute hell yeah i guess we'll pop these old uh phone lines open yeah see what uh, we just can everybody get. everybody keep in mind Cast it out uh, there whenever uh you're you get finished telling your experience to uh keep time restraints in consideration so other people can get their experiences in as well. You ain't got to streamline it, but. Got one coming in hot. There it is. We got one. 
Hello, welcome to the night shift. Yo. What's going on, guys? What's up, dude? What up? Uh, Dakota28 from the Discord here uh, was calling in. I wanted to tell y'all a story of a doppelganger that I had back oh. in uh, 2013. Hell yes. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I was just starting college, and uh, me and a bunch of my friends from high school, we would all meet up in the at the park in the small town in Texas I live in and uh, just basically hang out, stand by our vehicles and just bullshit, you know? And uh, I, I had to use the restroom. So I start walking off and my buddy, Richard, Katie Donovan and Dylan are over there. I don't, I don't give a shit. Those are their real names, <laughs> but uh, Richard and Katie were dating at the time. And uh, it was nothing unusual for them to get in the fight. That was just bad from the start. But I go to the bathroom, and as I'm walking to the restroom, I see Richard cross the sidewalk in front of me, and that dude looked pissed. I've never seen him that pissed off. And, like, I got a good look at him. It was under the lights and everything. It was well lit. It was him. Well, I get to the bathrooms, they're locked. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Walk back over to the vehicles and Richard's standing there laughing like nothing's going on. And I, I walked up to him and I said, man, you calmed down real quick, didn't you? And everybody just got silent. Everybody's just sitting there like, what the hell are you talking about? And I told them what I saw and they all looked at each other and looked at me and they're like, dude, he never left. And so that ended up leading into a whole bunch of other stuff with that park. And yeah, <laughs> that, that park is bad. So you think it had something to do with the park? I, I, I'm pretty sure we we've, we've seen, cause there's a little river that runs right alongside the park. We've seen human heads just stick up uh, from the nose up out of the water and look at us. Um, like there was one there, and we sat there staring at it for 15, 20 minutes. And it just sat there looking right back at us. And, uh, yeah. Even if that's <laughs> and, a person, uh, that's still terrifying. Uh, I don't think it's a person. It, if right. it is, that's one stupid motherfucker. Because <laughs> when this happened, it, it, it was like 16 degrees outside. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but either way, it's still terrifying. It's, it's absolutely yeah. terrifying. Yeah, uh, and then there was one time we were walking through a path back there, and we had a bunch of shadow figures stalking us. So, dude, that pretty sure it was park. That reminds me so much of, um, oh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Yeah, we ran that yep. episode because they had a lot of the same occurrences. The yeah, doppel the doppelgangers actually, and whatnot. Right. That act, that park actually sparked a lot of stuff for our little group and we we did a lot of crazy things and a lot of things we shouldn't have. So. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> That's just just basically like okay, so we kept having these experiences happen. Well, one day we decided, okay, that's enough of the park, we're not going back. Cuz every time we'd go, we'd get freaked out. And, uh, so I went over to Richard and Katie's house one night just to hang out and shadow figures started popping up in their house. 
So it's following you, following people home then. It, it, it followed them, and yeah, it, it was wild. Dude, that's crazy. That makes me, <laughs> that makes me want to go. How do we know? I, I mean, that you're. I, I can tell y'all exactly where it is. We've actually got a really haunted hotel here, too, that's now a bed and breakfast. And I'm good friends with the owner. So, dude, that's so weird that you say that because my wife was just talking to me last night and she sent me the text she goes hey do you want to stay in a haunted hotel on our way through did you say yes (laughs) i wonder if it's the same hotel uh so this one is the magnolia hotel and it's in seguin texas i don't know if that's it or i didn't get the actual um name of it from her but she she just sent it over to me and i'm like why would i want to stay there with my children just always say yes i'll leave I'll leave you with this last story about the Magnolia and then I'll let somebody else hop on here. Um, I sent, like I said, I'm good friends with the owner. I have been since she bought it. And uh, we were doing a uh, haunted house where people would come in and uh, they had like volunteer tour guides and we would dress up as one of the spirits that's supposedly there and then go to where that spirit is supposedly at. And it was a haunted house for Halloween. So, uh, after we were done, uh, she was coming through with the last group of people and she told me, Hey, uh, if you want to see everybody else, come follow us and you can just see everybody else's costumes and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go out of there. Well, there's a, uh, a room where a guy who allegedly killed a uh, little girl is, and her spirit is there also. And I saw the girl who was with us that was playing that little girl. And somebody took a picture. And when the flash went off, there was another little girl standing beside her. That's great. And they looked identical. So that's creepy. That's terrifying. (laughs) How do how do we, speaking for all the hollow cult here, know? that you are not your own doppelganger calling into the show. <laughs> I, uh, let's see. How do I prove this? <laughs> the ultimate conundrum. <laughs> uh, that's actually crazy. I've never even thought about that. Uh, uh, there is one weird thing I read, though, and it's like, you know, when you when you die, your life supposedly flashes before your eyes and you relive everything. How do we know we're not reliving it now? Valid point. Uh, yeah, we don't know. Valid point. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully I made better life choices than most of my life right now. <laughs> oh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the still trying to wrap my head around the uh heads in the heads in the lake. Yeah, yeah, that was Same. wild. That is wild. But, but I appreciate uh, the call. Yeah, not a problem. I'll let somebody else hop on here. I know y'all are pressed for time, so. Much love, man. I appreciate the call. Those awesome stories. Y'all be good. Keep it in the Discord. Stay safe and stay weird, friend. All right, bye. Well, good luck beating that one. Dude. That is crazy. Because doppelgangers are, are one thing that always interests me. Same. But then he comes in, cleanup hitting. Yeah. With the damn... I want want to say severed heads in the lake, but they could have been connected to shit. Could have been connected to bodies. I don't know. Right. 
Uh, oh, I think one of our friends is calling. What happens if you kill your own doppelganger? Valid point. Hello, welcome to the night shift. What's up, you boys? <laughs> it's your boy Twist. I knew it. I knew Yo, it. Twist. <laughs> so we were talking about cursed items and uh, not pulling things out of cemeteries. Right. My aunt pulled my granddad, who was a two-time master mason of his lodge, pulled his ring that he was buried with off his finger, out of the casket, melted it down, made something new, and then wondered why she got cancer. (laughs) Holy shit. But that's not my story. It's bad juju across the board there. Yeah, but that's not my story. So, uh, the year after I graduated high school, a buddy of mine got a job out in Missouri, out at this YMCA resort. that was kind of like a five-star hotel room without TVs in the room because they wanted you to do outside activities. And this place had a uh, really big international worker program. I was only one of three Americans that worked there that summer. And the other, one of the other ones was one of my best friends that I went to high school with. We did all sorts of activities. This had a huge lake, had sailboats, you know, little personal sailboats and kayaks and boats you could rent and canoes to go across the lake to go have campfires. And also had a cave on the property. And one of the duties that the workers had, we could pick up shifts and take tour families into the cave. And we usually went with one, you know, two other people if we were leading the uh, tour into the cave. It was about a 10-minute boat ride across the lake on a pontoon boat. And then maybe a 10-minute hike from the lake to the cave and we would take them at, you know, somewhere in between 15 to 20 minutes, sit them down in the dark for a second and then turn around and walk right back out the way we came in. And the way we had the staff, we'd have one at one end, one at the other and one in the middle, you know, and when you're walking in water and inside a cave, if something happens, you want, you know, a worker to be close to grab them or, you know, help them up if they fall in or whatever happens. And we set up everybody with uh, headlamps. Some people bring flashlights. I had a headlamp. And I had done this tour this summer probably, I don't know, at least 10, 11 times. I love being in caves. It was, you know, just an excuse to get out of the heat. When you're in the middle of the summer, you go in a cave and the temperature drops about, you know, 20 degrees sometimes. So we're taking this group in, and I'm with a a Romanian guy who trained in the military and sighted. We had a 22 range, a 22 rifle range there for guests and he sighted in all the rifles and served in the military over there, I guess, at a young age. 
and he was in the middle of the group and I was leading it in. Like I said, I had done this 10, 11 times, no problems. We take him in, we go to the spot where we go to turn around and it's just big enough where it's almost like a half circle where everybody could sit around on the edge of the cave and sit down, shut their lights off, and everybody, you know, would actually get to see pitch black because it's really not often, you know, you think sometimes you've seen it dark or, you know, but if you've never seen pitch black in a cave, it's pretty wild. So we get them to that spot. I sit everybody down. I start doing my spiel and I say, okay, we're going to turn the lights off for a minute. So everybody shuts their lights off. I'm the last one to shut my headlamp off. And as I hit the button on my headlamp, I hear what sounds to me like somebody moving through the water because there was to get to this area, the water level rose pretty much up to your knees. I'm five, nine. It was up to my, about the middle of my leg. Sometimes it got a little bit higher, but if you've ever been in the water up to your knees, you know what that sound of water being drugged by your legs sounds like. And as I hit my headlamp, I hear it behind me. There's only one entrance. That's the entrance we came in. And this cave supposedly was mapped out and went back for like seven miles in dead ends. So I shut the lights off and hear that behind me and everybody, you know, at first I don't think anything about it because, you know, there's movement in the cave. I've got people sitting all around me. All the lights go off. Everybody gets quiet. And then I hear it again. And my buddy from Romania immediately turns his light on. And so I turn my light on like, you know, this is the process. We let you guys sit in the dark. There you go. We're going to turn around and walk everybody out. Well, the guy on the opposite end, who's now leading the group out, didn't hear it. But my buddy from Romania did. So he kind of hangs back. And in broken English, he says, did you hear that? And I said, yeah, I heard that. Just keep moving. And he says, what is that? And I said, dude, we've got people in here. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know what it was. Just keep moving. So we get to the point where we start to see the light from the mouth of the cave And the family between us is far enough out that I know if something does happen, they're out of the cave anyway. So it's just going to be me and my buddy from Romania. So I say to him, I said, I'm going to stop. You keep moving. Don't stop. Because what I, in my brain was, whatever is following us out of the cave may not hear me stop and still hear movement. So it's going to assume that the whole group is out of the cave and not going to see me. 
So he's like, uh, he, he, but first he's like, I don't want to leave you. And I said, I'm going to be fine. I can see the light to the front. I just want to see whatever this is. So he keeps moving. I crouch down on my knee and have my hand on my headlamp because as soon as you see light from the entrance of the cave, you really don't need your headlamps on anymore. And I had already turned mine back off. And I hear this water, like it's almost like moving at the same pace as a, as a person would through this water. And it comes right up to the point where my headlamp won't reach into the dark anymore and stops. And I sit there for about, I don't know, 10 seconds and don't hear any water. And about then, you know, the hair on the back of my neck starts to stand up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get. So I turn back around, turn my back to him and start walking out of the cave. And I hear whatever it was start back up again, only it's moving in the opposite direction and going back into the cave. So I got everybody out on the boat. We get back to the hotel and me and my buddy spend the rest of the night trying to figure out what this was. And neither of us took another shift the rest of the summer into that cave. <laughs> I do not blame you. There. <laughs> I, uh, if you haven't experienced dark in a cave, dark, you don't know dark. Because me and Sarah always go, we go to Hannibal once a year and we always go through the Mark Twain caves. And that's one of their, one of their sticks is they get everybody in this like big dome room, they call it, and they kill all, all of our lights and everything. And you just get to experience like absolute absence of light. They give you, they give you those little, uh, lifesaver mints. You can bite them and you can see the sparks coming from them as you chomp them. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. But it reminds you, your story reminds me of like, I get all these, the Descent vibes and Ted the Caver vibes. And it's just terrifying not yeah, knowing the, what's lurking no. behind you. And it's and, so, and so bizarre. That, and not only that, but I was out at this camp. I didn't have a knife. I didn't have a gun. I didn't have any weapons. I mean, I maybe could have picked up a rock but as slippery as those rocks are with water on them all the time, I don't even know how well I would have done with that. But the rest of the summer, I carried a knife. Yeah, I don't blame you. Don't the, blame you at all. But the old hollow cult here is terminated a new, a new cryptid, the old cave walker. That's gross. That's... Well, I'm going to get off here so somebody else can hop on. You guys rock. You know, I, we always say it. Just keep believing it. Keep pushing it, boys. Much love. Holocaust for life. Much love. Oh, yeah, We appreciate you, Twist. Appreciate you. Later, guys. Later. Stay safe and stay weird, brother. Um, yeah, that's icky. I made the mistake of going into Illinois Caverns in Columbia. It's non... It used to be commercialized, but they tore everything out, so it's non-commercialized. Like, the only human made objects in the cave or a couple ladders. So you have to take your own light. You have to take your own equipment. Me and some guys from work probably 15 years ago went in there and that was a mistake because it's dark and terrifying. 
So, yeah, no, just not a big, uh, not a big cave guy, cave rake, cave walker. No, Mark Twain Cave is cool, Maynard. Uh, you know, on the tour, uh, we always go in the fall and they have like a spooky tour, but it tells of one of the uh, people that originally purchased it to commercialize Mark Twain Cave had a daughter that died really young, and he spent a ton of time creating a preservation chamber for his teenage daughter. Essentially, oh, wow. like he the the story is that he like pickled her essentially in these caves because it was so it's so cool and it's dark and you don't have to worry about it. But I don't know about all that. <laughs> The, the, the story is, yeah, the story is that the daughter uh, haunts the cave now, and they've got that whole that whole passage of the cave blocked off because I don't know if there's still like remnants of his equipment back there or what the deal is, but you can't get back there. They had pictures too. Uh, if you go during spooky season. And it'll show people that have taken pictures in the cave, oh, and they'll they'll see people behind there, behind the barricades where they're not supposed to be. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, in some of the in some of the photos. That's that's crazy. This is, this is a fucking fact, Kenneth. We're not oh, yeah. scared of being alone in the dark. We're scared of not being alone in the dark. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, we got one calling in. We got a live one. I hear it though. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Hello, ski. What's going on? What up? Uh, not much. Uh, so I joined the live a little bit late, and where I caught on at was uh, like uh, taking stuff from burial grounds. Yeah. And so earlier this summer, well, later this summer, I guess, um, I was doing community service and I was doing a lot of like lawn mowing and weed eating around like the cemeteries and whatnot. And I live here in Utah. I talked to you guys a few times and, uh, Oh, so this is Randy, by the way. And so I come across one headstone. I uh, sent a picture to Steve when that part of the lab was going through on uh, Facebook messenger. And I got a really good laugh out of it. And I was taking a picture of it. And this old lady comes up and just like ripped me up and down of how disrespectful it was to, like take pictures and all this stuff of like other people's headstones. But so on the headstone, there's like a big smiley face. And in like the smiley face, it says life sucks. And then you die. <laughs> and I just thought it was great. And I just looked, and I was like, ma'am, I was like, I apologize. You know, I can see how that might be bad. Like desecrating the grave, or whatever, taking pictures, laughing at it or whatever. And I was like, but, Judging off this headstone, I think you'd kind of find it pretty comical. And she just looked at it and just like scoffed and walked away. Clearly, whoever's headstone that was had a sense of humor. Yes. Yeah. So, like, you guys have a a picture of it. I sent it through Facebook Messenger. And to dig it up. And uh, so, another thing is I was the one that commented uh, the James Webb telescope when you were trying to figure out the name. Right. And so I want to do a little slight plug. You guys probably know him. 
might not. So another podcast that I listen to besides you guys religiously is uh, Alien Theorist Theorizing, ATT. Okay. I've and heard so of they them. always uh, um, uh, a space news, like some of their uh, episodes and like how you guys are always like, stay weird, stay safe. Theirs is uh, keep those eyes in the skies. And so, yeah, that's how I knew, like, right off the bat, like, the telescope you're talking about was the James Webb, because they're always going off on space news, like, what's happening out in space with aliens and shit. Hell yeah. So, if you haven't listened to them or heard of them, they're definitely a great one to look up. They're pretty comical. Yeah, I'll have to check them out. They're they're some of our Canadians. (laughs) I've I've heard of them before, but I haven't listened to them. I don't They're really good. I enjoy them. I always wait for your guys' episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and I think theirs are Mondays too. Mondays and Tuesdays. There you go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get some I'll good listening for the week. Yep. So love you guys. Keep up the good work and stay safe. Stay weird. You too, bro. Right on, brother. Stay safe and stay weird. Yep. Um, I hope I can put something funny on my headstone. Kyle, that's that's what I'm going to uh, tenure you with. What's that? You have to put something funny on my headstone. Yeah, I can do that. Copy that. I'm not going to have a headstone, so. Killed yeah. by UFO. That's no, not that funny. I'm, I'm going to, I'll think go. of something. I'll think of something slick. I'm trying to, somebody had mentioned about the, uh, the three boys that went missing. I think it was John actually, uh, in Hannibal. I've got a couple books on that in the bookshelf, which I'll have to find here. Thanks for calling the night shift. What's going on? Yo. What's going on, dude? This is nasty from discord. Hey, what's up? Not much, man. You guys got that creepy stuff. I sent you the other day. Right on, right on. Yeah. So. That's not the only one. We got a bunch of those things kicking around. <laughs> by that, I mean those uh, those shadow homies. Yeah. Yeah. I got uh, I got one in my shop, but moral of the story is I don't think they're all bad, man. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't think like, they're I don't think they're all bad. No, I got the one in the shop. It don't talk to you or nothing, but uh, it's like an old building used to be furniture factory back in the day only guy we know of that died in there or anything was like he had a heart attack just working but uh no this this thing's like mesmerized we got a you know what a Haas is i do not like oh it's the big big old crazy milling machine does all kinds of crazy stuff you just throw parts in there and it runs around and builds it out. And gotcha. Spits a part out every few minutes or hours, depending on how complex it is. But uh, long story short, whole thing is now, whenever you're running that thing, it's kind of random, but uh, you'll just be sitting there. And uh, I'm kind of a crotchety, crotchety dude, you know? So I'm running off parts and this and that. And, you know how you can tell, like, when you got somebody walking up behind you, like, about to tap you on the shoulder or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, you get it out of your peripherals. Well, I turned around and I yelled at this thing. I went, what? 
and there ain't nobody there. <laughs> and this just happens all the time, you know. I started calling it the knife foreman. There you go. I like that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, he's just checking it out. But it's just like one of those things, you know, you're sitting there, you're like, oh, damn it, he got me. Yeah, it's like Steve's. <laughs> yeah, the one that Steve's had at his house. My, my uh, normal resident is just doesn't do anything, just walks the same path. Every time I see oh, it, I Oh, I lived in a house that was like that, man. It was, uh, there was no rhyme or reason to it, but you would just hear the garage door open and then you'd hear it shut and somebody walk across the kitchen and go out onto the porch and then you'd hear the porch door shut. But you go up there, all the doors be locked and that porch is on the second story. Yeah, it's just, they're just like trapped in, in a reoccurring state of time just over and over and over and over. Yeah, but I, uh, I sent you guys that thing, but uh, the one at my old lady's place, that, that thing talks. And I was telling her, I'm like, yo, she goes, yeah, I said hello the other day. And I go, what'd you do? Did you say hi? She goes, no, me and my coworker screamed and ran. <laughs> I can't I'm say like, I blame you. Yeah, well, at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking, uh, I, I don't know, I guess I was raised different. But I'm like, oh, man, could you imagine getting stuck in the afterlife and all I can think of is that little kid in the grocery store. When you see the little kid come running towards you, you go, hello. And they just go, hi. And then they run away. You know, imagine if he just screamed and took off. You're just like, oh, man. <laughs> the the photo, I, I'm connecting the dots here now. The photo that you sent is, it's legit. Yeah, that it's I was like, crazy. oh, yeah. I'll have to that forward was, that. I'll have to forward that to you, Kyle. I actually said it to Kyle too. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think I know what we're talking about now. Yeah. Because I but. I don't get to spend as much time on Discord anymore because I'm all, I'm just so busy editing and doing all that fucking jazz. But did you did you DM it to me? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. That's the okay. One. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, because I yeah. saw I I saw the red notification, so I'm like, oh, somebody tagged me in something, so I got in there and I saw it, and I'm like, whoa, okay, that's definitely yeah. And I this started is, thinking about uh, it. Interesting. You guys, I started thinking about it. You guys can throw that up if you want. Nobody's gonna know where it came from. Okay. All right, on. Yeah, That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'll double. I'll so. put my eyes on it. Double check. Make sure there's no like identifying marks on the. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I didn't see any right off the rip. <clears throat> Yeah, but, I don't, yeah there's no people's faces or nothing in it. Right. It's, so, it's I mean, should, it's definitely a humanoid. Yes. It's head and shoulders there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's, like you see everything else fine. Yeah. Like there's cars massive, in the parking lot. And, yeah, it's a massive contrast too. Like there's no missing that one. You can't. Yeah, miss you're it. Like, I, I looked at it, I was like, what the hell? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it was wild. I think I was, uh, yeah. When I saw it, I was laying in bed with my wife. And I'm like, look at this. And she's like, well, that's fucking creepy. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, and then I guess it says hi to people on the third shift. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. I love that it. Looks I'm like, yeah, so yeah, terrifying and menacing. Back. I'm like, yeah, just say hi back and go about your business. That would be ironic as hell, too. Like, your your wife's just walking by and it says hi. And she just, just like a, a passing employee, you're just like, hey. And just keep on or she just keeps on walking see what it does uh dude i grew up i grew up in a house like that you're like just say hey and keep going 
That's but such a weird that's for concept. Another, that's for another time. Right on. Right on. <laughs> I'll let you guys keep going and doing what you're doing. I'm kind of new here, but uh, I appreciate everything you guys are going. And the. pretty blue light all day yeah i can imagine <laughs> all right keep on rocking boys i'll catch y'all later much love thank you you too stay weird stay friend oh, i missed the last part of that because my internet took a shit uh i think mine was too actually oh, i was probably better maybe it was reading your connection or something i don't know probably we got another call fast yeah. coming Send in it. hot Welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Oh, not much. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Good. My background noise is a little loud. I'm sorry. I'm a truck driver and I'm trying to get my load off tonight. It's all good, brother. Uh, so since we're all on the whole paranormal thing tonight, uh, I wanted to uh, tell you all a, a story about uh, me and my wife while we we're uh, stationed at Fort Knox. Uh, so where we lived at on Fort Knox was across the street from uh, an Indian burial ground that was fenced off. And uh, we had a bunch of weird stuff going on. Like our neighbor told us uh, that she was taking a bath one day and the uh, the old AFM stereos that had the antenna on it. She had that listening to music and it went static. And in the midst of the static, I said, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then went back to static and then playing music. And uh, we had it, we had a flag hanging up on our wall and uh, it had no creases in it. It started creasing itself. We had footprints walk across the building all the time. And uh, so we've done some research on the building and it was built by uh, Nazi and Italian uh, POWs that were enslaved during World War II. And the uh, basements to these buildings were the cells uh, where they were kept at. And uh, so one of um, our friends said that her um, husband was very psychic, psychic endowed, uh, spiritual. And uh, he came over and he's like, yeah, I don't like it here. We went down in the basement. We were doing the whole flashlight deal, trying to talk to it. It responded with the flashlight, killed my battery. And uh, we went upstairs and uh, we weren't occupying this room. And he put his hand on the wall and he's Hispanic descent. And his eyes went from brown to like really bright yellow. And uh, he said that there's a Native American next door that is very angry. And uh, he said that there's also a uh, man, a woman, and a young child in your uh, apartment. And uh, the we assumed that because my wife's Native American and he's Native American, that the two tribes didn't uh, clash and that there was some sort of like disgruntled uh, relationship between the two tribes. And... Uh, we really didn't think anything else about the, the Native American soldier next door, but the, the husband, the wife, and the little girl that was supposedly in our apartment, uh, 
the husband and wife weren't really like sociable as entities, but the little girl was. And so we walked into the master bedroom and he's like, you know, my buddy, uh, that's more like a psychic. He said that this little girl is standing right next to you. Reach your hand out. Like you're going to hold little child's hand. So I put my hand down and I shit you not, this little girl grabbed a hold of my hand and started squeezing. And if you ever like y'all got kids, you know what it's like when a little kid grabs your hand, they don't quite fit in there. And, um, you know, they don't squeeze your hand very tight. And she was just holding on to my hand. We walked around the house. She was still holding my hand and everything calmed down. And uh, me and my wife, we go to bed and she grabs a hold of my hand and just holds it. And then she vanishes. Never had a problem after that. Um, we've also had uh, the red eyed demon show up. Um, that came out of the closet in her master bedroom. And I think the weirdest thing of it all was uh, my wife had uh, fallen asleep on the couch and um, I was at work and she was dreaming that I was home. And I was sitting at the end of the couch, I was putting my uh, uniform boots on and she said that there was a demonic soldier sitting on the opposite side of me, on the other beat to my right side and uh, was mimicking you with this, uh, she described it as a demonic face and uh, she has always heard boots walk across our hardwood floors when I wasn't around. And uh, so she finally put the pieces together on that. And the, the last thing that happened in that apartment before we moved out, I had a buddy of mine over. He was pretty intoxicated. He was staying the night and he was in that um, unoccupied room where uh, our friend put his hand on the wall and his eyes turned yellow. He was in there. Me and my wife were laying in our room and uh, we had our door cracked. All the windows were shut. Uh, his door was shut and we're laying there and my wife hears the his door open and then slam incredibly hard wakes me and my wife both up and uh she's like i wonder if randy's all right that was his name and uh someone in there and checked on him he was still asleep and i was like hey did you hear anything and he goes no i didn't hear anything and uh i'm like all right well maybe your door wasn't latched all the way i don't know anyway just go back to sleep so i shut his door i make sure it's latched and um, I crawl back in bed with my wife and I'm laying there. We're both half asleep and our door is cracked and uh, it swings open and just slams shut in front of us. And so we're like, you know, that's it. We're getting up. Uh, we start packing everything up to go stay in a hotel room for the night. And my buddy grabs this little two walkie talkies and uh, he just clicks them on. And across the two radios, it starts going static. Like, uh, it wasn't even like a radio squelch or anything like where you have two radios in close proximity, they squeal on each other. It was just pure static. And uh, we couldn't hear anything that came across through the static, but it brought back the memory of our neighbor next door where she heard that uh, voice come through her radio. 
And so as I'm throwing everything in the truck, getting ready to go to the uh, hotel, I look up at our uh, second story window in the hallway and I see a shadow figure standing in the window. And as soon as we make eye contact, it disappears. And so Damn. Ever, Damn. ever since then, we can't get away from the paranormal uh, or and I'm texting the hollow phone, but uh, with some other uh, oddities that I really prefer not to talk about on the open air. But uh, all that has happened ever since I got out of the military and we can't get away from it. Man, that goes a lot of different routes. At first, I just thought it was uh, geographical with the with the place that you were staying in, because that's a lot of built a built with negative energy, and being right across from the burial and whatnot. There's a lot of energy there, not necessarily negative, but a lot of energy to feed. <clears throat> but if it all kind of sparked up after you got out of the military, that kind of takes a makes your mind go in a, on a weird route there. Oh yeah. Like that was just, that was like, um, the initial, like, eh, we're on to you. And then ever since then, it's just been continuous. Uh, I wouldn't say, uh, shenanigans, but it's pretty well close to shenanigans. And it doesn't matter where we go. We've moved to Wyoming, uh, all across the United States, and it always follows us. That's that's weird. Terrifying. Yeah, it is. Like, it's, I, it's so weird with the yellow eyes. Yeah, that's that was the thing that freaked me out the most. Yeah, because you hear that a lot with skinwalkers. The yellow eyes. Not saying that it was that or not anything. It just, that's the one thing I can attribute to. I've also been doing a lot of reading in that, but I don't know. That would, that would be bizarre to look at your friend or anybody for the fact of the matter and then see their eyes go from one color to yellow. It kind of, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. No, to see. And kind of thinking of it after the after that whole incident, like he went vacant, like mentally, like he went 180 degrees after that. Uh, they, him and his wife, ended up getting divorced, and he had all sorts of uh, mental problems after that. He got discharged out of the military. I just, I can't tell you all the things that went weird after that. It, it makes me think of a. Uh... We, we brought it up on the last night shift that uh, Exorcist Files. Oh, yeah. It gives me that, that juju because you hear some of those stories and these people who get influenced or possessed, they do they do complete 180s. Like, they just, I don't know. It's, it's Dude, they're it, just very reminiscent of some of the episodes on there. It makes me think of the episode that's going to drop Monday. Can't wait, by the way. With, With the, the yellow eyes? No, with the with the the absolute like personality change. Yeah, yeah. With the with the buddy. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's uh, I see people in the chat talking about uh uh the Jen 
normally having yellow eyes. I saw JJ Rose just said there you go. And somebody said, if you in the military, if you served in the Middle East, you may have brought some of that energy back with you. I didn't think about that. Well, I did serve in the Middle East. And that is a whole nother, uh, like, this is part of what I was uh, texting the phone about. Like, that initiates a whole nother realm of fucked upness. Sounds sounds like we might need to do an, an episode if you ever get to the point where you're comfortable about talking yeah. about it because it sounds like even if we got to change a bunch of details yeah we can we can hide your voice we can you know do all types just, of just completely anonymous you just be a ghost yeah. just call it it is that is very good holocaust I'm proud of all of you that was a good I call. love it that's why I that love was a great call, call. that was a great call. All right, y'all have a good night. Thanks, you as well. I much yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, be safe out there. Stay weird. Right, you be safe. Stay weird. Thank you. I know. You just put something out, and then, boom. Yeah, that was good. I think. That was, oh, that was man, definitely I hope, good. I hope he, like, I, I don't know what he's been dealing with, but if it's not too heavy. Yeah. Hopefully uh, that would be, hey, a, I'm, I'm be even a baller, down. That'd be a baller interview. I'm even down to hear oh. it off the record if need be. Yeah. yeah. And now, now I'm intrigued. That'd be a baller. Especially interview. with the concept of the gin and stuff. It's very interesting. All right, let's take one more. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. What's going uh, on? Awesome. Shit. Uh long time listener. Been uh chatting with steve off and on for fuck i don't know like three years trying to call in this story uh just to preface been like i don't know i'd say a long time psychedelic user uh done a lot of shit all kinds of it um for a while uh five years i was a uh diesel tech union couldn't smoke didn't really drink much uh so i played around with dmt for a long while and uh it's i don't know it's a different animal um there was one night though in particular i usually always trip to music uh just put on whatever rock or erica badu or fucking you name it and just have at it dmt's real quick 15 minutes in and out there's no commitment uh so it's it's nice to like unwind to or at least it used to be for me um we were watching bohemian rhapsody the queen movie like 2019 it was like a year after it came out and uh me and my old roommate we were watching it and we got like halfway through and he starts smoking sweet and i was like yo i you know i want to partake so i pack a little bit of dmt and uh, I blast off. We put on some YouTube. And usually we just put on music and I just kind of vibe out, space out for a bit, come back. Everything's cool. But instead of like tripping out to the music this time, it's like I stayed in reality on the couch and we were still watching the movie. But I came back too after the trip, come back out, wake up. I'm like talking to him. YouTube's still on. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? doesn't make any sense we were watching the movie he's like no it's been youtube the whole time i'm like no there's no way you know you're you're fucking with me so i i play it off 
I'm tripping, he's tripping, somebody's tripping. I was at least. So we start watching the movie some more. Get about uh I don't know, a couple minutes into it. And I'm watching and I'm like, yo, like this is about to happen, and then like this scene and this scene, and I play out like the next 20 minutes of the movie, like as we go for him as it's happening, and he's like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, no, like I just like watched this, like I, we did this, and he's like, no, we haven't done this yet. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Let's just keep going. So 20, 25 minutes before the movie's over, he loads up another bowl, starts smoking. I'm like, let me try it again. So I, I pack mine, he packs his, throw on some YouTube, blast off. And uh, same fucking thing happened. Like the last like 15, 10 minutes of the movie, it's uh, it's like Queen and the band. And they're in this like small auditorium. They're playing, and then he goes and meets with like some family and stuff. And then they play like the final show at whatever that big stadium was back back when. And I come out of the trip, and we're still watching YouTube. I'm like, no fucking way, you're not going to believe this. So I lay it out for him again. And as we watch the movie, we play by play. This happens. This happens. This happens. And it, I still don't know how to explain it. Never had anything like it. It's always just been like nonsense, geographic shapes, fucking lines and colors and shit, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been trying to get it off my chest for a minute. It's like hard to explain, but it was super, super, super weird. <laughs> that that definitely went around. I was not expecting when you were talking about DMT trip, but. And I'm, I'm telling you, I've done a lot. Like I've, I've probably put like ten grams through me. Like, and that was the only, years. that was the only time you, I mean, essentially saw the future. Yeah, that's the only time anything like that has ever happened. Like, I, I've tripped from everything to like Black Dahlia murder. Like I said, Erica Badu. It could be rap, R&B, rock. There were times where I'd like go in my room when all my roommates were asleep, pull the covers over my head, just like trip under my blanket in the dark in the silence, and that's weird. But never, never had anything like this. I've seen like rooms that expand into everything and into nothing and just go infinitely colors and shapes. And I've never like met any gods or deities. I've seen signs that I can't read. I don't know what language they're in, but it never makes sense. Uh, but I don't know. That is that nothing is quite like that. Fucking awesome. That's insane. But it is. It's like. <sighs> I'm trying to think what I don't even know, man. Uh, time travel in small amounts, but I wonder. I wonder if it did correlate from from possibly what was playing on the YouTube. Maybe I don't remember what we were listening to that night, but like it, it just felt like I kind of like sidestepped my reality. Yeah, that's what I was like, thinking. Like, like you, like I was there, but I was like right next door. <clears throat> that is so. Same spot on the couch, never moved, never got up, just was sitting there watching TV in the living room at the house like any other night. But I'm like in the trip instead of like eyes closed, music's pumping, and I'm kind of like just vibing to the music like it usually was. It was like I was just still sitting on the fucking couch with my eyes open and like the movie never turned off. That's so weird. Makes you that think of weird. like string theory and multiple universes and expanding your consciousness opens those doors 
I, I've tried, man. <laughs> I was I was waiting for machine elves, and I got micro dosing time uh, travel. Time travel. <laughs> hey, I, I, I got homie from it. Mr. Robot, fucking singing songs and shit. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. But yeah, that's all I got for the moment. Fucking, I'm sitting here in my hotel though. I'm on the fourth floor, which is the top, and I keep hearing footsteps above me. That makes sense. I don't, think it, I don't think it's ghosts. I think I just didn't get invited to the rooftop party. Oh, could well, that's be. a bummer. Could be. It's just... fine. I'm in Wisconsin. It's fucking cold. So there you go. I'm not, yeah, I'm probably not missing much. <laughs> a lot of cheese. But, but yeah, you guys have a good one. I'll let you keep spinning them, man. Y'all stay cool. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate you too. Thanks for calling. Stay weird and stay safe, man. Uh, yeah. Micro dosing time travel. I didn't even think like that that would be a thing. No, not at all. I need to look and see if see if other people that experiment because you hear you kind of hear similar stories when people are experiment with DMT. Yeah, like you hear about the the similar entities and machine elves and this that and the other. But uh, I don't know that I've ever heard minimal time travel. Just like just stepping a couple no. minutes into the future. No. It's, it's, it's wild. It is super weird. It's awesome, <laughs> but it's weird. I'm definitely getting sick. Yeah, it sounds like it. Oh, but it is about that time. It is. We are getting late. I, uh, yeah, getting getting pretty late. Everybody's pulling in the chat. For what? For one more call. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we can if you want. I want to do one more. If it's if it's okay, is it gonna be a quick one? It's gonna be a quick one. It's open. All right. Since since the Holocaust spoke, and we as your leaders listen. You got one shot. You got one like Eminem. Steve, do some DMT and shift to your non-sick version. Ah, Rebecca, All right. a good, good idea. Here we go. Last call. Okay, here we go. Who's it going to be? It's your time to shine. Hey, welcome to the night shift. Hey, guys, I finally made it in. It's rough. What's up, y'all? <laughs> there it is. It's a quick oh, there one, it I is. promise. It's a quick one. All right, let's hear it, brother. All right, so I'm in my uncle's apartment. He lives like two floors above me. And we're celebrating my birthday, playing music in Hispanic families. They're really loud. So no one calls each other by their name. We call each other Cuzzo or Pendejo. So my uncle calls me Pendejo all the time, which means stupid. Right and we're on, thinking, right we're, so we're like partying, and his Amazon goes on, has Alexa, says, Happy birthday, Ross. And no one in that, that Alexa does not know my name. And everyone in the party just like stops in their tracks. And my uncle took his Amazon, drew it across the room, and it broke. And it was just, 
playing music all distorted like and i was like never again <laughs> fuck that place do not trust noise. do not trust them do not yeah trust they shouldn't know my name i'm scared big brother i think so yeah, paying yeah, attention it records sure. everything man it records everything I mean, everything's a smart a smart machine now you got smart tvs yeah. you got smart phones you got robot listening devices that know your name and wish you happy birthday <laughs> fucking wild world it is it is but all right guys i just wanted to call in the the, fan, the hall of fan gave me the confidence and i just wanted to say yeah. you guys are awesome have fun on your trip Thank you. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. All right, brother. Stay safe. You too. Yeah, you too. Right, stay guys. safe and stay weird. Hollow oh, Ross coming in. Awesome. Clean up hitting. Got it. He got it. That's, uh, yeah, I don't fuck with Alexas and shit. Man. Yeah, we got one. I don't give a shit. No, I mean, I have a smartphone, so I'm just as bad. Yeah, yeah I don't care. You figure it out. If it starts talking to me, I'm going to be Figure crazy. it out. Hollow Ross <laughs> coming awesome. in. Coming in clean up. I dig it. I dig it. Well, it's about that time. Thanks again, everyone, for hanging out with us. Much Thanks for all the donations and the super chats. You yes, guys, thank you so much. We cannot stress that enough, how much that we appreciate you and that how much that helps. Um, Thanks to everybody that hung out in the chat. We were over, we were over 100 all night, damn near. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was fucking ripping. It was a good night. Uh, be sure to check out all our content creator friends that kick it in here. Bigfoot Society. Uh, the AI boys were in here. Uncomfortable was in here. Um, there was a whole whole bunch. Paranormal Trucker was in here for a little bit. Hell yeah. I don't know if I saw Burton here or not. Uh, yeah, not, he was. He was. He was. He, yeah. yeah, go check out. Just go check yeah. out all our friends. You, you yeah. Know who we fuck with. Paranormal Trucker is a good dude. He's always checking up on my personal insta account he's always just checking in on the fam hell yeah i appreciate that man um but yeah we won't be we won't be here next week but we will be the following wednesday and we will uh make sure to shout out and let everybody know uh again i might for the discord folk i might pop in there i don't know if it'll be wednesday night i might do it this weekend i mean maybe i'll do it both since there's no night shift to record maybe i'll hop in there and We'll just do a little a little roundtable chat, just hang out a little bit, just kind of so we can kind of keep touch. Um, but again, this is you guys are excellent. I love the, the problem solving we got going on over here. Yeah, that was awesome. In the chat is fucking sick. It makes me want to revisit revisit the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And man, I think. Cause I know I there's think, some hella wild military stories with the gym. I know there is. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he, uh, we can, we can actually talk about it. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure he's been texting me. That way and we then can he, talk and then he called it. in and surprised me, but, uh, we can talk about it. the, the episode Monday is going to be a heater. Yeah. It'll be a decent I, one. I have not, nah, I'm more I, curious. I to hear what everybody else is going to say about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I posted little clips of it on um, the socials, like TikTok and shit. And of course, it got ate up because I had religious connotations and shit. But I wish that it would have been, I wish we could have talked face to face, not face to face, but at least like spoke on it. Yeah. As opposed to me reading it because I just don't feel like I did it any justice. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's, it's dope. Uh, 
solo Steve show for the night shift. We talked about it and we decided against it. That's up to Steve. I don't care one way or the other. I just, I mean, the dynamic is better. The dynamic changes, you know? Bring somebody else in. What if somebody, what if somebody tunes in for the first time and they're like, oh, this night shift, everybody's talking about how dope this night shift and it's just me talking on there. Uh, bring like, Eric is, or is Eric, Tony, any of them. You can bring another host in. I mean, I guess we could. That's up I don't to know. you. Maybe I'll surprise you. Damn. Needy night shift. Yeah. Damn. But we'll see. Now that you guys are being so demanding. <clears throat> anyway, thanks again probably gonna cut this off we appreciate you all more than you know very much we we enjoy the time that we get to spend with everybody so stay safe night shift stay weird and we will definitely be back in two weeks maybe one week i don't know we'll talk about it we'll talk about it